Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. It is the weekend after um, Labor Day. I miss a Memorial Day, but it's all like the same days these days. (laughs) It's all the same. We're on repeat. That's the big secret. So thank you for joining me. I am very excited about many things. Um, One, we are launching, and I say we, my cousin, Brianna and I, Brianna Belser and I are launching a new podcast on September 18th called Peaches Ain't Pink. You're going to love this, you guys. It's going to be really awesome. So that is in the works. Super exciting. The same 24 hours will continue as scheduled, and we're just going to do this little extra. So um, stay tuned for that. That's very exciting. And then finally, today's guest is Marnie Near from the Handel Group. As many of you know, I am partnering up with the Handel Group, not only um, as a student <laughs> of their coaching program, but also as a client and also as um, just the path I'm heading down and working with them long term. And I am such a huge fan of the Handel Method in the weirdest ways, because it's not like you're going to dive into Handel Method and float through and feel like puppies and rainbows. But what you will feel are puppies and rainbows, because you're going to get through some really hard work on yourself and figure out why you're stuck and learn to dream and evolve your lineage. And it is really, really powerful work. Many of you may have heard Lauren Zander on several podcasts throughout the years. I think she was in one of the original top 20 episodes of this podcast. And when she first came on, I thought, this woman's crazy. I'm never going to do anything she says. (laughs) This is radical. But what I've learned over the last several months um, of really digging into this work is it's life-changing. And when you do the internal work, when you do the hard stuff, you begin to learn who you really are, who you want to be and how to dream in, to dream yourself into the person that you want to be. And I'm all for that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't say enough about it. So today we're talking about lineage and this is a really fascinating topic for a lot of reasons. I have so many stories um, that I can't share on the podcast, (laughs) not yet anyway, around lineage and, and my family and, um, how the traits have shown up in me, but we do, we do riff a little bit on, on that. And I hope it will be a valuable uh, episode for you guys to listen to. So stay tuned for um, a discount for you for their online coaching program, Inner You. This is an incredible deal, an incredible value. And if you're ready to get started to change your life, this is the path. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Marnie Near. Hi, everybody. Are you looking for some coaching, some life coaching in a very inexpensive and self-paced module? Of course you are. Check out the Handel Group's Inner You. It's a self-paced online coaching program. In this program, you are going to learn to deal with the areas of your life that are causing you the most suffering. We're doing great and like a lot of it, right? We've There are areas of our life that we've got down, but there are these bleeder areas that just keep coming up over and over and year after year. And that's what Inner You is here to help you figure out. So check it out, Inner You, the letter U, I-N-N-E-R-U dot coach. Scroll down to the bottom, click on Inner You Life and use the code SAME24 
hours, seven, five. And right now you will get it for half off. In the future, you'll get $75 off. So this is a big deal. It's one, one time for life, one payment, and you're in for life. So enter you.coach by the Handel Group, follow the Handel Group, and check out everything that they do, putting out such great content. These are my coaches. I believe in them. And you're going to see much more from all of us in the future. Hi, and welcome to the Same 24 Hours Podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. I'm super excited to have you with us. Today's guest is Marnie Near. Hello, Marnie. Hello, Meredith. I am very excited to talk to you about all the things, but especially lineage. Dun, dun, dun. And everyone disconnects. (laughs) (laughs) Not them again. Don't leave us yet. So Marnie, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. And yeah, let's let's start there. So who are you? Who am I? So I am chief, like pretty fairly new chief content officer for Handel Group and expert coach. Uh, sister of the creator of the Handel Method, uh, Lauren Zander. So that's my baby sister. Uh, I wrote the book with Lauren, right? So Lauren's Method, but I was the ghostwriter for the book, Ghostish. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. The most awesome part of that story is, um, it took Lauren eight, like it took us eight ghostwriters before we were like, oh, wait a minute, Arnie, the sister, the writer, the coach should possibly write the book. <laughs> right. Like, so it you actually went through took. eight people or you Lauren just went interviewed? Through eight. I was like busy doing my own thing, but she trained me in the method and we made a deal that if she got me my dream, which was to write a TV show, uh, and get it, you know, air it, all that, that I owed her in coaching and giving back. So that was our deal. I was still playing in Hollywood land and next dream, next project. So she met like the two of us never thought, Oh, maybe Marnie should write it. I trained her. She's a writer. Oh, that's really funny. It was, that's really it was funny. Fascinating. So you the know, book we're was- talking about is maybe it's you. Yes. And that's Lauren. And Lauren is, I had her on. So how I found Handel Group and found Lauren, yeah. I had Lauren on my podcast in 2017, like episode 22. Uh-huh. And she starts talking about the method and, you know, tell all your lies and dream big. And I'm like, I am never talking to this woman again. <laughs> like, and I shut down. And then I think something happened in 2018. She came back. And then, and then a third time, the third time this past April, she got me. Uh, <laughs> she got me. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I need Personal it. It's freedom. great. Happiness. Personal freedom. Wow. Happiness. What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Big fan. Big fan. And as many yes. of you know, I'm a coach in training with the Handel Group. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm in it wow. to win it. So yes. I thought it would be fun to have Marnie on to talk about lineage because this is the part 
of the Handel method that I think is, well, I mean, there's so many special parts, but this is super special. It just, yeah. it's also super scary for, for many of us. And so let's talk about what lineage is and how the Handel method defines it and just see where it leads us. All right, cool. I, I think when we start taking on lineage and uh, like you starting, look, most of us really do know that we're the apple didn't fall far from the tree with our parents. Like most of us can cop to that at least a little bit, or we've done so much better and we really have. So we start having clients play with your traits, like what personality traits, character traits you got from your parents. So you start to go like, oh, I got some good. I got some bad. Um, then we start to take it to a deeper, more spiritual approach of what if you picked your parents in order to evolve all their crap? Right? All their crap. All and their your crap, crap right? Uh, right? Right. Like it turns out their crap is your crap and you don't even know it. Even if you're just uh, avoiding it or like by default being better than they, which you are, right? Like, so if your parents stayed together and never should have, you've divorced, right? And you just haven't even put it together that that was your upgrade of your inheritance, which is also your emotional DNA. Your and inheritance. <laughs> you're like, you're, what did you get, right? And right. then we go into epigenetics and we just like start to take it to a deeper approach because in our world, it's more quote unquote fun, <laughs> <laughs> to think that it's your job here to a, like a spiritual job, right? To go evolve uh, your parents and your parents' parents and, and all of that, which makes it that much deeper than just not being a cold bitch like your mom, right? <laughs> like, right, of, right. Well, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, like I didn't hit my kids like my mom hit us. But oh my God, sarcasm is the best I could do. Like, wow, right. I just hit him with the that. Best. Yeah, like, oh, that's actually the same thing, only better ish. Right. And do well, I want to do better rewind. than that? I want to rewind because you said choosing your parents. That yes. let's let I, I gotta rewind that for a minute because that yeah. is a new that's a crazy concept. What do you mean I chose them? I did not yeah. ask to be born. <laughs> right. No, like it really is this wild ass theory that we've got and it's not even ours. It's like it goes to Kabbalah and and we dig it because if you're going to make up a theory, right, most of us w really will come in thinking our like we got handed what we got handed by our parents, right? And we're going to deal with it, right? They did the best they could, yada, 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 <laughs> right? But we don't go like, what if my soul, and this is what Kabbalah says, picked my parents perfectly to learn the lessons I'm here to learn. And like, can we prove that? Fuck no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Except, right, if that would just make it a much more uh, spiritual life, right, and journey here. And then if you weren't just screwed by your parents, and some of us got doozies, right? You're like, oh, yeah, you call it the goodie bag, don't you? Right, That's the yeah. That's right, the goodie bag. The goodie, like some of you, like, and if you're like, why the fuck would my soul pick those two? And I go like, wow, right? If you got doozies, your soul picked an interesting life to go evolve. Like, let's get busy. Let's like roll up your sleeves and really get like doing the work so that your kids and their kids don't have to do as much as, um, you have to do right the more ahead of it look and your parents 
you know, this is all deep shit. <laughs> I love it. Sense, it's right. <laughs> but like your parents did, be- I swear your parents did better than their parents did. Right. right. And you'd have to go looking and you'd have to go asking. But really, we all come in, the next generation comes in and up like it's smarter than their parents. We really did. Like you would never hand your parents your computer and go like, Ma, how do I fix my email? <laughs> like you just wouldn't do it. Right. And the same thing happens with teaching them about love or communication. And most of us walk around screwed because we think our parents should have known better should have taught us love better, should have communicated better. And it's not true that they were, that they're smarter than we are. It's our job as the next generation to actually go back and teach them to ask for what we needed. And most of us don't walk around with that information that we could, we could help our parents not drown in the figurative pool. Most of us just watch them fucking splash. (laughs) And they (laughs) splash a lot. (laughs) Right. Right. So what do you say? And this, I mean, and I've heard this a hundred times being on calls and and just, you know, everyone says, but my dad's a narcissistic asshole, but my mom is crazy. But, you know, where do you start with clients when that is the first thing out of the mouth? You know, first, like we got, I mean, if it's true, right? Look, kids of narcissists, right? Like you can't just label them that. Like if you're really going to give them that doctor's note, you got to decide, right? Like you're like, wow, have they been to a shrink? Have they, uh, is it true? Like, are you just saying that? What's your proof of it? Because I don't mind you giving them that card, right? Here, there's their script, right? But then <laughs> stop trying them, like putting on them on trial as being healthy. Like if you're mm. really giving your dad the narcissistic unwell card, right? Like he can't even fucking help it. Everything's about him. The raw, oh, he's been to a shrink, he's on meds, like, like whatever. Then you have to like actually honor it. And then he's unwell, right? If you're just like, he's an asshole. I'm like, fine, let's go figure out every which way he's an asshole. Have you ever had the conversation? Does, how are you a similar asshole? do you marry one or are dating one right Right. so we go digging into what that that label gets you Mm -hmm. right and how come you get off on it and what haven't you not forgiven them for and some things they've done probably you know might not be forgivable but you have to really decide if you're giving them that unwell card or not because the problem with a lot of kids of narcissists is they make their parents narcissism about them and don't get the joke that that's narcissistic of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh-oh, right? Right. Like, get that joke. Because if you can get that joke, you can lighten up about the whole thing. Right. And the funny thing, when I did my first work, where I worked with Lauren one-on-one for a little bit, um, you know, we go through the parents' traits, the negative, the positive. And I, I looked at both of my parents' trait sets and I thought, oh my gosh, has anyone ever inherited all their parents' bad traits? <laughs> like all of them, you know, because it's well, like, you, you switch. I got all of them. Like I look <laughs> at it and I'm like, how is this possible? I bet I'm a handout method anomaly because literally I'm, <laughs> I'm not even down to five traits now. It's like 10 on each side. So there's like 20. Yes. And there they are. And, 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 you know, you either swing wildly to one side, like, oh, I'm never going to be like that at all. Or you absorb it. And it seems like I just absorbed it. And I'm like full on throttle, two sets of <laughs> really epically powerful 
trades and but I get the joke yeah. and and I have well I really have to because otherwise I would just be rocking in a corner somewhere <laughs> yeah, like, you, you have to find it funny or we're all right. screwed right so it, the finding it funny helps go take it all down and ha- have them have ridiculous names and all that I mean look I think everyone's got all of their traits it's just whether what version of it you're doing whether you're like being the polar opposite and that still is a version of it yeah so i think everyone's got them all i can find every which way i could be a stubborn arrogant fuck even though i do arrogance differently than lauren (laughs) like (laughs) mine's a little slipperier right (laughs) right Right. like we all if you look at it there isn't a trait we didn't sort of pocket even if it was like wow that's the worst fucking trade i would never do that to my children there's still a variety of it or you're so being the polar opposite that there is no design in it at all yeah yeah so how do we begin to evolve our lineage that's one of the the lines that i love is evolving the lineage instead of i guess cutting it off or burning it down like right promoting it like most promoting it start. blaming it um right. yeah so how do we start to evolve yeah look i think as with everything in handel you know it, it is have a sense of humor about it and then i think the biggest like switch for us is uh evolving it not in spite like in spite of it right it's like in honor of it like, can you actually get that it's honorable and that you'd be doing honor to your lineage and your family and your parents and your parents' parents uh, by um, getting so proud of yourself by going, all right, here I am taking down, you know, mean martyr fucker. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? Like, I got like her it, too. Like in her honor too. of my folks. Right. Yeah. And then I can even share that with my parents. Like, it's not like I'm good at, oh, fuck, and I got this from you. It really is, oh, mom, right? Here's what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? And getting so proud of yourself and sharing with it with your kids, because the only way out of it is in and public. Yes. Right? It's to not go be sad that I'm a mean martyr fucker to like, <laughs> you know, oh, there she is. Right. 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 So it, in honor of it, of, of your family line and really getting the joke that the more you can upgrade it and evolve it, uh, truly the less your kids will have to. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you a funny, funny lineage story that goes from my great grandmother all the way to my daughter. And I didn't find this out until I started interviewing and I interviewed um, one of my great uncles and my mom. And I found out that my great grandmother on my dad, on my mom's side was a klepto. She's, she would go drinking and shopping and shopping meant stealing. (laughs) And I can't tell you for as long as I have been alive, I have wanted to steal. I will be in a CVS drugstore and I just want to, I just want to pocket something like to like, I'll go today and I'll want to steal. I have never stolen. Not, not from a a store, but it's in me. And I'm like, I've just always wanted to steal. And so when I was in college, I would steal things that were harmless. Like, well, I guess it wasn't really harmless, but like street signs or, you know, a salt and pepper shaker. So I wouldn't, you know, that's still stealing, but I would do that kind of stuff. And then my daughter, she has been a sticky fingers since she was two years old. Like she will, she will take whatever. And she still does. 
And when I connected those dots, I was like, oh my gosh, we're a bunch of thieves <laughs> in the lineage. And and I talked to her about it. I was like, you know, your great grandma. And she's like, oh, and, and I don't even think she ever realized like she was just stealing stuff. She just saw yes. something. She's like, that's mine. I take it. She's 11 now. So there is a, she knows better, right? Right. Um, and then my son. So we also, same lineage side, has a mean streak. Like yes. my great grandfather was in the mob and <laughs> like owned a bar in St. Louis. And like uh-huh. mean, everyone, anyone that talks about him, it's like, man, he was just a mean fucker, you know? And then my son, I'm, I'm mean too. I have a super right. mean trait, but my son, who's like kind of quiet and artistic every once in a while, he's, it'll just help in his mouth and just mean, like the meanest stuff ever comes out. And it's, it's just right there. <laughs> and he, you right. know, comes from me, comes from, you know, it's, it's just fascinating to see it all play out. And when you can laugh about it and be like, look, there's our mean klepto, you know, snapping at you and stealing your shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're like, you're playing with your little pups, right, that are like, that could start to name it and see it, right, which none of us did growing up, right? Right. Our parents were like, wow, you know, I have a promise about not being mean anymore. Here's what I do. Like, right. If we collected a dollar every time our parents were jerks, we'd be, you know, retired. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Right? So no one's taking it on the way we are. And I think no one really views that the emotional DNA is, it's so neat to go see, right? Because we can all get like blue eyes, bad nose, chin features. (laughs) We can even get like mean, but we don't take it even further to the klepto, to the cheating, to the, like all of that, which is so like horrifying and brilliant to see. But the minute you can hack in and actually get conscious of it, right? You can do something about it. Right. You really can. Right. I have yeah. a client that's like in the mid, like deep in it, deep in her parents' marriage and like her, her, just being her, her mom is just dumb to the dad's cheating, like just dumb to it. D- like dad admitted to client that he cheated, but mom is just staying and dumb and dumb. And then I just watched my client be dumb about the guy she like the guy she's dating is like out and out lying out and out lying like won't let her see his phone <laughs> and we're like why won't he let her? come on come on two plus two equal you know and she's in like no it's cause like really wildly lineage dumb because she's not dumb right but you're like right <laughs> like right. please connect dots connect the dots and until you do you don't you know and you could just see how her parents marriage could go get on repeat in a heartbeat unless she learns this well and one of the things that when i had lauren on the the last podcast where she she was telling me all i think we called the podcast your parents are having sex (laughs) or something (laughs) like that um, because she said, you know, you need to understand your parents' sex life. You need to understand their history. I was like, I am never going to do that. Never. And I've done it. And the most fascinating part is they want to tell you. I couldn't believe that. And she said something, too, that parents will do anything to help move their children forward or to be you know, loved by their children. And they'll just talk. And I did that. And it was no big deal. And it did bring me closer to them, yeah. which is just 
you're like, duh, that's what we've been saying for 20 years. Yeah. Over here. And the next time you don't want to ask them something, you're like, you know, fear has like, um, you know, is genius, right? You have amnesia. You're like, no, I can't ask them that. <laughs> right. Right. Like right. And we think, and we try to wipe it on our parents that they like can't handle those questions when really the truth is we don't want to ask them. Because right. we're just protecting our own comfort and trying to wipe it on our parents, right? right. It, it's, it, again, we're the upgraded model, right? Pretending that it's our parents that are weird about the truth or weird about sex and no, it's not true. We're weirder, right? And all we have to do is ask and they'll speak if we're not being a weirdo about it, if we're not coming at them with blame and just curiosity. But yes, most of our parents. I remember one dinner we had, like, I think most of us thought my dad was a virgin. We knew my mother wasn't <laughs> when they got married. Like, we were like, no, that's where we got that from. <laughs> but my dad, we just like all considered was like a fucking prude. And he fessed, he fessed to like some waitress or something. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was awesome to hear it. But we never fucking asked. Yeah. We never asked. So what about if your parents are no longer living or, and this may be two different questions, or you're completely estranged from them? Have you seen people come back from complete and utter estrangement, like 15 years, no talking, revive it? Yes. Um, I, I have the, like, the privilege to go work with our coaches on parent letters. And like going back. So whether your parents is, you know, have passed or, you know, estranged, um, we work on like, what do you need to say to, uh, you know, apologize, account, uh, even nail them for what, you know, your experience of them. And, uh, yes, like, cause we just find we're not as, as much as we'd love your parents to change, <laughs> like it's not our job. Right. But we really do believe if you like it starts with you. And if you put down, you know, wave the white flag, right? They'll <laughs> come. They really will come. Right. Uh, you know, but some are harder than others. But if you believe, right, account uh, for everything you need to and stop pointing only at they and really get that you're the iPhone 20 to their rotary phone and really get it <laughs> and really get the, the why go back. Even if it was like a really fucked up relationship, the why go back, fully forgive, say what you need. Because if you allow in your lineage, like if it's allowable in your lineage to not, to break communication, to hold a grudge forever, you're, we put money on one of your kids is not going to talk to somebody, right? That lineage goes that far. And that's so bad to allow it, right? So it, sisters hating on each other is passed down, is allowable in lineage. So we like feel so strongly about going and, and uh, you know, back there and saying what you need to evolve it. Even if you never get forgiven, if you're the one who wrote the letter to make that change, we think that changes molecules in the future. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen with your kids and your kids' kids. Because we watch yeah. it. We watch, we watch abortion continue. We watch cheating continue. We watch grudge holding continue. And, you know, you can do something about it. Yeah. And part of that process is owning your part. And that's that's yeah. what's so interesting. And so I know a lot of people are thinking, what do you mean? They did this all to me. What do you mean own my part? And and that was that's been the interesting work I've done because I have a lot of 
you know, a laundry list on my dad, especially poor dad. And, um, when I did the talk back to so much of it, you know, when you go back and find the truth and, and the bad theories, most of it was, I never spoke up. Every single problem I had was I never spoke up. Yeah. You know, I just didn't say anything. So like to own that and, and to trace that forward, like, Oh, if I told him I didn't like that or that bothered me, he probably would have stopped or at least there would have been some progress. It might have been, right. It yeah, would have been different. You know? Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's the part. It doesn't mean that what our parents did or said was amazing. Right. Right. right? As a parent, you're like, whoa, I could write this letter to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But the level at which as the iPhone 20, we, yeah, that we didn't say didn't go correct. Uh, weren't willing like no human wants to be inaccurate. Like it's such a bummer. Cause even if we are being accurate about our parents didn't love us sufficiently, they like my brother better than me. They like all of the things. Like we're like, wow, I'm going to the grave being right that my parents sucked. Right. <laughs> and like, so to go back and like correct that or at least tell it fairer. Right. I assumed you liked my brother better, but that's just because I felt bad because he was smarter and had blonde hair and blue eyed and blah, blah, blah. But I never asked you, do you like Matt better? Right. I never. So I just would rather be 30 years right that you're an asshole. (laughs) Right. Right. Then, like, find my own judgmental, critical asshole. Like, every time I, like, had to go back and when I wrote, like the writing my parent letter, like we call it an unraveling of like hauntings and all that. Because, and I think we call it unraveling. I think Lauren said it because I view it as like the unraveling of a sweater or something. Like there's one thread, right? <laughs> and if you just pull that fucking, like, oh, let me just help you, Meredith. I'll fix your sweater, right? And I pull right. it. The whole sweater is fucked up. Right. And that's what some of these like memories that we're like going down with. Right. The minute you start poking holes in them, like, wait, Meredith, did you ask your dad about this? Did you tell him to stop? Did you tell him that hurt your feelings? Did you tell him that was gross? Like none of us did it. Right. And so I remember starting to write my letter and I'm like, I'm a writer. I think I'm going to get it passed in two seconds. And I read it to Lauren. And like one of my lines was like, I don't know. It was like a, we fought like all the time. Like we never stopped fighting. Right. And I remember you running up the steps and, you know, make wash my mouth out with soap. And it was like a, all the time. It was like a blanket statement of we always were fighting. And Lauren's just like, and Lauren's much younger than I am. So she like, doesn't fucking remember. So she's like, go ask Beth, go ask like Beth or Matt, how often you guys fought. I was like, Lauren, it was all the time. And she's like, just go ask. <laughs> right? And so I call up my brother because I'm thinking he'll agree with me. Right? And he's like, I don't know, once a month, maybe? <laughs> You're like, no. And then I like fucked up my entire story. Right? Like my whole story was now under question, which was shitty for like poor middle Marnie story right that was going down forever as fuck screwed mean mother right like oh my god i misunderstood marnie right the story was now uh uh-oh right 
like completely fucked up in the best of ways because now I had to question everything I remember and and know that I was remembering things conveniently or we'll we'll meanly call it conveniently <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Right. Like, what am I remembering? And should I question everything my young narrator wants to tell? Because if my young narrator uh, tells the story that way, I could stay middle, unappreciated, poor Marnie for the rest of my life. Like, that's the protagonist of my story. That's my hero, is the victim. Right. And the minute I could start to question my memories, Right. And go back and have to ask is the minute I, I, I'm in trouble in the best of ways. Because then it means that middle Marnie worked for me. I liked it because I never did anything to change it. Yes. It's so, so, it's so fascinating. I mean, it's awesome. It's so awesome. And, you know, I would have never said I was a victim. Like, no, not a victim at all. And I would have said, yeah, I'm kind of bratty, but that's not my main trait. And right. you really start to do the work. And, and the surprise is almost laughable because I did, I did my trait work. I'm like 65% brat. And then <laughs> I'm like 25% arrogant know-it-all. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. And I tell my husband that and he's like, well, I knew that. <laughs> You should ask me. <laughs> I knew that you were a huge brat. But when I look back and then you start to weave it into the lineage, right? And I had this story that at age seven, I became an adult. Like I grew up at seven. And so then keeping my brat, like my major trait, my seven-year-old running me as an adult, I'm like, oh, well, that makes so much sense because the story was I didn't get to be a child. So now I'm a giant 40-year-old child. <laughs> And I mean, it's just hilarious. It's hilarious. But um, back to the story about um, you fighting with your mom all the time. That was my story too. I just, we fought all the time and I talked to my mom and, you know, it wasn't as, I have an only child, so a little bit harder to check with the siblings. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then I talked to my dad and my dad's like, you guys fought all the time. And then I look at like the traits and I'm like, oh, there's the drama queen on my dad's side. You know, yes. and you start to connect all of the language that I learned, the drama. You know, It's just yes. it's so amazing. And so anyone that's listening, this may sound like the worst work ever. <laughs> it, you're like, why would I do this? This is terrible. It really... <laughs> and then I'm going to pay someone money for it. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I do pride myself in as an arrogant know-it-all um, is that the 10 years I've been in social media and, and doing this is I really don't promote anything I do not believe in. I mean, I could promote all sorts of things from socks to, you know, lip balm at this point, And I don't. And um, one of the things I am a big proponent of right now is is the Handel method and NRU, which is their online platform. So Marnie, can you tell everyone a little bit about NRU and why um, everyone should do the work? <laughs> yeah, uh, NRU, we figured out how to make it, Lauren's method, make it doable by yourself. Like if, you ha- like if you're like, oh, I'm a do it by myself person and can I listen to it and hear it? Um, and we've done it in like, it's about 11 or 12 modules. And we really take you through what we would do in private coaching, take you through dream writing to figuring out your traits to going and having, yes, the conversations with your parents. Uh, and we did it all brilliantly and with a sense of humor. Um, and it really works. Like we figured it out. 
<laughs> it does. It out. And then we figured out how to make it so cost efficient for you, right? And we want, like, we so, we so care about humaning better, right? And quickly, <laughs> hurry people. Right? Hurry. hurry. Time hurry. is wasting. Your right? treats like, are getting please. out. Right? And like, we're like, there's no time lag, a pandemic. Like, yeah, you're like home. We're all in like a lockdown time out. Get busy on making yourself happy and getting speaking. And we figured out how to do it. And it comes with one private coaching session and uh, master classes. Uh, so that, cause we just want to go change the world um, and have people be happy and stop yeah. believing in their own bullshit. Right? <laughs> like just stop. It just doesn't feel good. Guilt sucks. It does, it's not useful. Right. So we figured it out from beginning to end, how to take you through it and how to handhold you if you want it. Yeah, absolutely. So anyone who's listening to the podcast, you can go to enter you, the letter U, enter you.coach and enter the code swim bike mom or same 24 hours, seven, five. I have two codes. So whichever one is going to run on the ad and, but swim bike mom may be the easiest one and um, you get it for half off right now. So yeah. huge, huge value and the audio, and there's two ways to do it. You can audit the whole program. You can just listen to it. And you will be changed or you can dig in and do the work. Um, I recommend personally, and you can give me the buzzer, Marnie. I recommend listening to the whole thing first and then going back and doing the work. Um, because I, I feel like certain types of personalities will get just stuck on certain things and be like, this is too hard. I quit. <laughs> Where if you see it through the end, you can kind of get the whole thing. I don't know. I felt like that was helpful. Because when I started with Lauren, she said, you need to have inner you in your ears 24 seven until you're done. And then you need to put it on repeat until our next session. <laughs> so, so that's what I did. I just had it in my ears and it was really, you know, it was powerful wow, for me. That's awesome. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah. I do think people, the work, especially the first modules homework is huge, right? So people can, if you're not, that's kind of alpha a student, like, let me dig in and write 12 dreams. You can get stopped right there. Right. Right. If you hated school. If you hated school. And then, you know, it turns out that writing dreams uh, as an adult is fairly difficult. Right. And that's like, that's part of the bad joke on you in the first assignment. But that's what we want to get you to like incriminate yourself. But it's a little. So if you heard, I I don't think your idea, Meredith, is bad. Right. Of like, if you listen to the whole thing and then go, oh, this is doable. Right. Right. It's doable. I get it. Um, I get the why I care about a dream because it's really hard to make a promise if you don't care about your dream. So like you'll get the whole picture. So if that's your cup of tea, then absolutely listen to it. Um, The work is great. Um, Truly, there's only a couple modules that have deadly assignments. (laughs) Deadly. Some aren't that bad. Some are not not that bad. Some are really like traits is not that bad. It's kind of fun-ish. You know, our kind of I think everyone should do that assignment. Like I yeah, I think you guys should sell that as a bonus, like (laughs) separate because what if the world understood their traits? You know what I mean? Like how it would yeah. If you could if you could help your kids like name their traits, it's really it it really is awesome work. And you really could uh buy in or you and then just get take your free coaching session and do start doing the dreams with a coach. They don't even have to do it alone. Yeah. Right? There yeah. really is no prereq to get your, other than buying interview to get your free private coaching session. So yeah. you could just go do that. If you're not a do this alone kind of person, don't. Right. It's really <laughs> fun to have an expert help you giggle 
because it's hard to get cold. It's hard. Yeah, totally hard to get cold. <laughs> and if you do register, use the code and we can be buddies. So that's one of the cool things about the um, online program is there's a buddy system and anyone that registers through my code, I agree to be buddies with you so we can be I friends. I know that. That's yeah. so sweet of you. I got a lot of buddies. So Aww. it's all good. All good. Well, thank you so much, Marnie. And You're everyone. welcome. Check out the Handel Group if you do not follow them already. There's going to be a lot more coming from them and from me. So take care, everyone. Yeah, I'll see you at your parent letter. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.